0: The News on CJOB with Richard Kluge and Bob Julie Cameron Buckingham.
1: Again. I am. All right. How about you, Joe Paplowski? Are you there? Am I sharing this time with Bob Cameron? <laughs> uh,
2: well, What an honor. Hey, Joe. <laughs>
1: There's nobody that I would rather be sharing time with than Bob Cameron. Are you sure hey,
0: because i uh, hey. i I purposely didn't tell each other just in case he would have
1: said no, yeah, oh, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, would, I'm sure something would have come up for Bob I'm sure something would have come up. <laughs> Okay. Well, Uh, uh, no, this is this is a pleasure. I know. I I was going
0: to say we're going to put all hostilities Uh, aside because it's (laughs) all about the bombers and Bob Irving, gentlemen. It is Uh, great to talk to you again. Have you have you met my co-host Julie Buckingham?
3: I don't think I have.
1: I don't think I have, but I believe I've spoken with her in the past. Okay, so um, you know what
0: you're in for then.
3: I'm the size Uh, of the punter. (laughs) I'm a kicker size.
1: And hey, if you listen to my co-host, to he know, says I'm
3: Lucy you. from Peanuts. I I hold the ball and then remove it very quickly. Good for you, yeah, Julie. No, no,
2: hold it. That that is that is field goal kicking. I was a punter. Field goal kickers have to have the ball held for them. Punters have the skill involved, right? They have to catch the ball.
1: <laughs> the Julie knows that, show. Bob. That's it. Julie <laughs> knows that. You don't have to explain okay. that to her. She well, understands that. all right. There's no doubt that a punter is a lot more athletic than a place kicker. I mean, there's no okay. no doubt about that.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get the texts right away from you know who. Uh, Bob Cameron uh, and Joe Plus. Let's talk about the game for a moment, and then mm-hmm. let's segue in, into into our our friend and, and pal Bob Irving. But Bob Cameron, um, you know, a different season. Uh, Not a full season, a season where the bombers, you know, certainly have dominated on defense. Yet there's a lot of us thinking, "Eh, you know, it's one game. You never know what can happen this Sunday.
2: Uh, I've been a part of those when things we didn't think was going to happen happened to us. I know, and unfortunately, 1987, uh, we were the top team in the league and. And we ended up losing that game against Toronto at home as a home game, and it was devastating to us. We went back and won the Grey Cup the next year, but I think, Joe, did you play on that team too? It was, it was,
1: it was no. You know, I think
2: you played the year before that, right?
1: Yeah, well, 86. and, and yeah. you may want to draw a little comparison there. I'm not there. You guys lose. I, I'm not sure if there's something relevant <laughs> there or not. but
2: uh, You don't want to. Okay, that was it. I get it. <laughs> Joe, 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 Joe. actually, I remember.
1: I remember.
2: <laughs>
1: Bob, I remember the game, and it was shocking. It was a defensive battle. It was a very low-scoring game. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a quarterback draw that Toronto runs late in the game that just kind of broke the back of the Bombers, and uh, um, it was shocking. Uh, It wasn't the warmest of conditions, but uh, you guys were by far the better team throughout the regular season, and, you know, things happen, right? But um, anyways, yeah, I was at the game.
0: you got to be aware of that, and I know Mike O'Shea is aware of that through the the process of the bye week and and leading up to peak on 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 Sunday, what's your expectation then, Joe? Because this is going to be this is a classic game between Regina, Winnipeg, Rough Riders, Bombers, and, in
3: December.
0: Yeah, in a very cold, wow. cold stadium.
1: Yeah, and uh, you know you're you're basically drawing up the picture rather nicely. And uh, but personally, um, from about the halfway mark of the season. I looked at the Bomber team and just the way they approach every game. And when you listen to Coach O'Shea talk, you know, they just analyze, they digest, and then they carry on. And there's no highs, there's no lows. And I would expect them to pretty much have the same attitude when they step out on the field this weekend. However, Bob, we all know when it comes to playoffs, you're amped up just a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, However, and I'm not one to predict but when when the football team when the bombers have all of their players on the field i don't know if there's a team that can come close to them now a lot of things can happen however if there's no injuries during the game um if the conditions are not ideal but close to being ideal um i just take a look at the bombers and right now i don't see a weakness on their team um Less one kicker, um, but you know that that has been worked on a great deal over the past few weeks. I'm sure,
3: Bob Cameron. That's what I was going to ask you about. If there was one sort of weakness and concern that fans had throughout this season, um, was the kicking game, and and often we weren't put in the position where we needed that that clutch kick. Do you feel confident that uh, Mike Shea has solved the kicking problem? So if it does come down to that all-important three points or all-important one point, it'll happen?
2: I am. I I think what Sergio Garcia, I think that's his name. Anyways, he played in the NFL last year and did extremely well. Unfortunately, he got cut. But, I mean, to make it down there is fantastic. He's been a great kicker in this league. I think he played for BC and did, you know, like 90% kicking. And so I I think he'll be fine. Um, He's had a couple of games to, you know, get back into it here. He was out I didn't play much at the start of the year because he was trying to still get a shot in the NFL. So I honestly think he'll, he'll be fine. Um It's a lot more difficult. There's no question in cold weather, um, kicking the ball. It's like kicking a brick. It doesn't go near as far. Um, it's a lot tougher, but at the same time, I really think that we have a, um, um, a great defense and, and when you have a great defense, uh, defensive uh, defensively that's what win get wins games in these cold weather games, as far as I'm concerned. And we've got the best defense maybe in the. I, I, I don't want to go too far here, but maybe in the history of the bombers, you know, I've played on, on some teams that were great too, but um, I think that'll win it. And as long as, as long as um, Zach Caleros doesn't get hurt, I think we're good.
3: Joe Paplaski, as you know, our our great friend and colleague, 680 CJOB's Bob Irving has been calling these games for 48 years. Sunday will be his final one. You were his co-host, his color guy for some time. I know what it's like to have a co-host. Do you have some some great memories of Bob that that you'd like to share?
1: Oh, you know, there's so many of them. Um, you know, all you can do is talk positively about Bob and you know his emotion, his passion. That he brought to every broadcast, and when you've been doing it for, you know, 40-plus, close to 50 years, it's pretty hard unless you truly enjoy what you're doing. That is, it's pretty hard to keep that passion and keep that that enthusiasm going. I was listening to one of the last, I think it was the last Bomber game, the pregame show, and I'm listening to Knuckles, and I'm just, you know what? He sounds like he's a kid in a candy store. He's still loving Every bit of the game. This, I'm sure, has been such a difficult decision for Bob. But people don't realize this isn't just, you know, I'm, I'm going to start talking, you know, an hour before the game. He's at the practices. He's interviewing players. He's getting to know what's mm-hmm. going to be happening by the opposition. I'm probably rambling on here and off topic nonetheless. But uh, some of the memories, I, I think basically what jumps out at me was the passion that Bob possessed for the game and uh and his sense of humor um that, that we were covering i was working when we went through the jeff reinbold era and uh bob you probably cringe when i even mention that but it was there wasn't a whole bunch of productivity <laughs> out on the field so mm-hmm. there was only one thing we could do and that was to try to have fun in spite mm-hmm. of the antics that were going out on the field
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah bob. i mean you, you're you're absolutely right um Bob Irving is one of the greatest guys I've ever met. To be honest with you, I mean, I can, I can remember back my first year. As I'm, I'm getting interviewed by Bob, and this I'm thinking, boy, this guy is such a good interview. I can actually talk and sound semi my coherent here. And so after the interview, I said to him, Bob, what do you think? Do you think I've got a chance to make this team? And and Bob says, well, I think you're going to make it, but you know, it's going to be a bit tough coming coming up. There's a few guys going to get cut. You may have, it may get a little more difficult for you. And I said, okay, great. If Bob Irving thinks I'm going to make the team, then maybe I'll make the team. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I, I mean, honestly, even back then, I I knew Bob, uh, who Bob Irving was, and um, he was sort of like he hangs around practice all the time, talks to the players. And the one thing I love about Bob, he is never down. I've never seen Bob, you know, really down. As, you know, it's a rough day. Never, not not Bob Irving. Like he's always, he comes up to you and talks to you like. You know, if I haven't seen him in a, in a while, it's it's like we're long lost brothers. And and he treats everybody like that. He's just a, a superhuman being. And you know, I, I did the pre and post game shows for a couple of years with him, and I couldn't believe how good this guy was. When you're on the yeah. broadcast and Joe knows it, it's amazing how he can be writing stuff down, talking, asking questions, and I don't know how he does it. And then you know, then after after the game, he, he he's writing stuff down and interviewing people and then ask you follow-up questions, and I'm just there going, wow. I mean, he is so good, so good.
1: I, I just want to add a, a couple of points. Um, every, well, not everybody. I thought interviewing individuals was pretty simple. You just ask a couple of questions, throw a couple of softballs out there, let them hit, hit them <laughs> out of the park. Bob made you feel like uh, he cared about your answers. And yeah. the next question was one that, hey, this guy knows what the heck he's talking about, number one. But he's also been listening to what I've been saying in the previous answer. Right. <laughs> I still remember the few years that I did the broadcast. There was a a, a shtick I would have to do at the halftime where I would have to comment and make the play of the half. And it was grueling my mind during, you know, the first <laughs> half. What play am I going to pick? <clears throat> Excuse me. And then I start writing everything down and it had to be perfect perfectly legible for me to be able to read that out at halftime. And five out of ten times they were horrible. And then Bob would do the pre-game show and there's the one there's that thirty second spiel that he gives before the kickoff talking about yeah. this is what the game is all about. And he's got it written on the back of a matchbox. He doesn't smoke, but he's got it written on the back of a matchbox with writing that is so small. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, how did this guy do that?
0: Yeah, anyway, it's amazing. Gentlemen, thank you so very much for your reflections. Mm -hmm. It is um, an honour to have you both on. And it's uh, been an honour for all my years here at 680 CJOB, all 29 to be spent with Bob Irving. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Joe Poplowski, Bob Cameron, joining us live on the home of your Winnipeg Blue Bombers. 680 CJOB. The News on CJOB with Richard Cluche and Julie Buckingham.